What is going on, guys? This is a motorcycle dad with Tito. This is a special special freestyle episode. Um, with all the stuff that's going on, uh, you know, in modern news today in the world, uh, I it was a struggle to try to stick to the traditional format that I started in the second season. Um, so, and I was struggling with putting something out. So, I wanted to record this freestyle episode, it, not just to get something out there, but I just want to talk about, you know, some of the stuff that's going on, how it's affecting the power sports industry, uh, and just random bullshit talk, really, and just kind of get your mind off of what's going on. So, first of all, when I first became a service manager back in Miami, and I want to say 2013, 2013, you know, it's around 2013, 2012, 2013, don't know the exact date. Um, but one of the things about being in South Florida and Miami is you get used to the culture, you adapt, you know, as, as best you can. And uh, one of those things I had to adapt to was eating that food and drinking that cow feed. Let me tell you what. So going into this, I'm drinking a little bit more coffee. I'm, my, my sleep schedule is a little bit different now because my wife is home. All three of us are here in the house. Um, but we're trying to do the best, you know, keep our own spaces, be good as a family, all that yada yada stuff. One of the things I've been craving was Cuban coffee colada like the cuban coffee shots now anybody that's been to miami or knows anybody from florida that was one of the traditions i after i learned how to make it when i was there i kind of carried it to all the shops that i went to so the first time i ever had cuban coffee was there's a spot around the corner from the miami eagle rider the first place i was a service manager at it's called daisies now where we were at we were right next to the airport in miami on the other side of Miami, not the glitzy, glamour side near the beach, but the real side, like the Palmetto and Hialeah and all that shit, over in Doral, over by their golf course, which, by the way, that golf course ain't that nice. Anyways, and there's a spot called Daisies, because it was an industrial complex area we were at, a lot of businesses. And, dude, Cuban, you know, deli kind of coffee house, restaurant, a little diner. And you get a breakfast special for five bucks. You get eggs, you know, with cheese, peppers, onions, whatever the fuck. Potatoes, either french fries or hash brown. Uh, ham or bacon or sausage. And then uh, a little piece of Cuban bread, like a loaf of Cuban bread, like a little mini loaf. It was drenched in butter because that's Cuban bread. And then either cafe con leche or colada, which is either, you know, con leche is just, you know, espresso coffee with milk. Or you get the one that's real sugary. And the first time I ever had it, they gave me shot cups. I was like, yo, what the fuck are you giving me shot cups for? <laughs> I'm not drinking. And then the boys are like, yo, bro, like, we'll show you how to do this. Like, is your first time ever drinking it? I'm like, yeah, sure. They're like, all right, just take one shot. I was like, wow. They're like, bro, if you take two, you're going to go to the bathroom. I mean, this shit makes you, get, get, makes you go to the bathroom. makes you shit a lot. I was like, oh, shit. All right, let me try it. It was the sweetest, best thing I've ever had in my life. So basically, Cuban coffee is like La Llave or Gustelo, uh, an espresso ground, uh, Latin American coffee of some sorts, you know, and you either can do it in an espresso maker or you can do it in the traditional pot on the stove. And I bought the traditional one off of Amazon for five bucks and I had never made it traditionally. I always use a little espresso maker and it's just it is crack. Oh, my God. This shit is so good, dude. It's the reason why Cubans drink coffee all the time. And it's crazy because right after a meal, when you start getting that itis, you're like, oh, man, dog, I don't know. Dude, that's the thing. You have to have it with every meal because you go, boop, 
take a couple shots, boom, boom, and you're right back to work. And you use all that food that usually be sitting heavier in your stomach. It's like rocket fuel now. Now, sometimes if you take too many shots, you can crash really hard and you get the shits, but <laughs> you try not to do that. So we started making our own. I learned how to make it. When I came to Vegas, I started making it for the crew here. It was just like one of the things we used to do all the time. And they still have the espresso maker over there. Every now and then I pop in over to the shop and I make some. But I wanted to make some here at home. So me and my wife listened to salsa music this morning in the kitchen and we had shots and now we're out taking care of yard work and stuff where she is. I'm in here running my fucking mouth. So I wanted to tell you that story. It was a little memory of my journeys through my career as a service manager. It was one of those things that I always loved doing. It was like making the Cuban coffee. It was to the point where even the guys here in the shop in Vegas, I'd be like, shots, come over with little shot cups. Cause you only take a little shot at a time. You don't drink a whole fucking cup of this shit. <laughs> we'll give you the runs, but it's great. If anybody after this is all done, you ever come by my house, uh, have some work done on the bike or we're just kicking it after dinner or something i'll make some it'll be great 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 so enough about that getting on to the COVID 19 guys uh i hope everybody's being safe i'm not going to sit here and be all conspiracy theorists and shit you guys see the news you're hearing enough about it um i'm just going to tell you how me and my family are coping with it and some of the things that i've seen so and just go from there so cdc just passed our wearing mask my wife she is very crafty my wife is amazing Big shout out, Deb, what's up? Big money murder, big monies over there. It's my wife. I, she, I always fuck with her like that. She's like, what are you talking about? Shout out. Uh, but uh, she's an amazing woman. She's a jack of all trades. She's out there right now laying pavers down for our new garden. Is redoing. We just redid the backyard. We got more chickens, all sorts of shit. But I'll get into that a little bit more. So with COVID-19, me and my wife, she has her own room. I have the office and guest room to do my thing. And we have the, you know, we have a pretty decent sized house. It's not huge. I don't want a huge house because no money, no problems. But it's enough for us to all have our space and still, still spend time as a family and yada, yada. Everything's all good. So um, one of the things we've been making sure that we only go out if we absolutely need to. Uh, we only go to, you know, we make sure we use all precautions, wash hands, change out of clothes as soon as we get back, all that shit. Um, not to try to be over paranoid, it's just when you're a parent, I don't have that luxury, at least to me in my point of view as a parent, I don't have that luxury anymore of just being like, ah, whatever. Because at first I was, I was a little bit kind of like whatever, but then I saw a lot of people how careless they were. And not to say that I'm over germaphobic or anything like that. I'm just cautious after, look, after being on a Navy ship for 10 months and being in the military and living close quarters with people, they're really strict on hygiene for a reason because infectious diseases and stuff can spread so quickly. So that's one of the reasons why military is so good about cleaning daily and making sure tidiness and, you know, all, all that bullshit. Okay. So we try to keep a tidy house. We try to go out, you know, only you know, I'm like OCD by nature anyway. So this was a, just a shoe in for us. Uh, we only go out if we need to. We, we don't go crazy places or anything. We look after our neighbors. We're just trying to follow that philosophy of just being good people. But also don't be naive and be prepared, you know, be good people, but don't be a fucking victim. And that's pretty much what we're doing. So uh, it's funny. A lot of people, you know, a year ago, people were like, oh, Tito got chickens. He's fucking going crazy. He quit his job and got fucking chickens. Well, guess what? Now a bunch of people are hitting stuff for chicken eggs because they can't find fucking chicken eggs. You know, you go to grocery stores, not a lot of stuff. That's where me and my wife and our family, myself and my wife, we try to be as self-reliant as possible anyways. We've been uh, setting some goals for ourselves financially 
in order to reach those financial goals, you know, we had to make some lifestyle changes, which is eating at home more. You know, we have a chest freezer, so actually going out shopping, Sam's Club and stuff, buying in bulk, where it's cheaper, where it's cheaper, and it makes sense, not just random, because some people be going up in the Sam's Club and just be fucking going stupid for no reason. First time I've ever been able to walk through the aisles of Sam's Club, crazy. But it was nuts watching people go fucking ape shit. Like, but a lot of the stuff that you should be getting, like beef jerky and stuff that keeps longer, people are leaving. But either way, whatever. We're trying to use common sense and only, you know, limit our exposure. Uh, you know, we only go out if we have to. We freeze bread. We freeze milk. Uh, the only thing we really had to stock up on was like, you know, butter and stuff like that. <laughs> like, you know, shit that, you know, we can't because my wife, she could bake her own. We can bake our own bread if we need to. And we're in the process of planning our redoing our vegetable garden. So last year I attempted to do a garden. It was one of the things where I'm, you know, quasi retired. It's before I started a podcast. I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So I started a garden and it did not go well. <laughs> Some of the stuff that I did manage to go well, like I started getting my okra to sprout, my green bean, green beans to sprout. I had some good herbs going, some aloe that I broke off from a neighbor. Things were going good. And then two things happened. Three things happened. The Vegas heat. Okay. No, four. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. In all honesty, four things happened. I started slipping on some of the watering for one. Two, Vegas heat ain't no joke. If you're trying to garden here, you need to make sure you do your research, do proper shading, good soil, good watering. Okay. Shit can survive and pick the right things. Three, my daughter uh, thought she was helping out when my okra went to sprout and bought me a present. And then that's what happened to my okra. And then the green beans, I uh, think she did the same thing with those. Or no, a couple of them died just because they just never sprouted. And then she pulled out one and was like, here, daddy. And I was like, oh, no, my little green bean, little weed, green bean. And then pretty much the chickens destroyed everything else because chickens are fucking velociraptors and they destroyed my the rest of the garden i mean straight up zero fucks given it looked like i was watching jurassic park one two and three just fucking my plants up so i took a hiatus and then this year me and my wife discussed it we we're like you know what let's start getting our garden straight so that's what we're working on right now she's working on the garden area getting it just the way she likes it we broke down the fire pit and we're working on projects and trying to better ourselves and being more self-sufficient anyways, because that's kind of how I like to be. I grew up on the farm in Virginia, or not on the farm, but working on farms. My friends had farms, worked on a hog farm, uh, fucking go pick peanuts, go, you know, a couple of my friends had uh, lived on farms. <laughs> we went by, uh, we used to hang out in fields called the cactus field, even though ain't no fucking cactuses in Virginia. So it's not out of my comfort zone. So the best advice I can give everybody going through this thing is, Try to stay in your comfort zone, but also push yourself to try to get better in something. Uh, if if you're not coming out of this better in one way or fashion, it, it is a failure. And it was a big waste of your time. But to me, it almost feels like being back on deployment where it's like Groundhog's Day, 12 on 12 off shifts. You can only do it so much and you just get followed into a pattern. And that's what we try to do. We try to mix it up here and there. But that's pretty much it just try to keep it light guys i'm sorry i'm rambling a little bit i don't have my notepad and all this super structure like i normally do and that's the purpose of the freestyle so one of the great things that has come out this covid 19 thing 
if you have Netflix, it's fucking Tiger King. I'm going to fucking talk about it. No, it's a motorcycle podcast, but I have to talk about Tiger King. Dude, this show is fucking wild. Now, I've tried to watch it since and, like, go back to it and watch it again. And it, I think it doesn't have that starstruck, like, what the fuck uh, effect that it did the first time. Uh, very entertaining, okay? I'm not going to get on, like, try to go on some long explanation, like some cackling hen on the view or some shit. But I thought it was funny as fuck. Uh, the me- I watched it purely just so I could get the memes. Dude, the memes off of this shit have been hilarious. Uh, the news off of this shit has been hilarious. And it was funny because I watched it the first time. And then after I started seeing all these memes pop up, I was like, what the fuck? And then I showed Christina. And I had, I had only watched like three, four episodes by this point. And I showed Christina. And she started watching it on her phone while she was doing shit throughout the day. It was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm going to do a spoiler alert. So if you haven't watched it, fucking fast forward through the next two minutes or some shit. But I still think that there's a couple things in this thing that just fucking made me laugh. Okay. For one, the girl losing her arm by the tiger wasn't even that big of a deal. Okay. It wasn't like that wasn't even the highlight of the fucking show. That people talk about which amazes me to no end <laughs> like yo bro like she lost a fucking arm by a tiger and that wasn't even like the most like oh my god moment of the fucking the little mini series two yo joe exotic is wild bro this fool was it somebody was like the drip is so real with him yo this fool she loses her arm yo this fool went red and put on the fucking uh paramedics fucking jacket he has i was like yo are you serious right now oh i'm never gonna financially recover from this like the memes that have been coming off of this is fucking great uh i could have like i i don't i don't feel look i think all of them are guilty it's kind of sad because me and my buddy were talking about this. He's like, yo, dude. Because some people were like, oh, man, I feel bad for Joe Exotic. I feel bad, blah, blah, blah. I don't feel bad for any of them because these guys all chose their life. They all made their decisions. And it's just ironic to me. It seems by appearance out of all the people to be the cleanest was my man that was in Miami that was, a, you know, that was back in the day the drug kingpin. He actually seemed like the most normal out of all of them which was wild that goes to show don't judge a book you know what i mean you never know of course he's you know he's got his past but either way it's like the most civil and rational person out of all of them seemed to be him so but uh either way that's enough of tiger king i just thought it was hilarious i pretty pretty wild and crazy i mean you know that's what you gotta love about this country it's like oh well there's more tigers in captivity in america than there are wild and it's like Bro, that's wild. There could be somebody with the tiger. I mean, here in Vegas, of course, it's fucking tigers, just tiger sanctuary and shit. So it's Vegas. We got flamingo. We got some of the oddest things you should never have in the desert here. So not surprised. But either way, funny, funny, funny. So, but it's funny how that comes around because that guy was very driven. And you look, even though the, most of those people are kind of complete fuck ups in their life and in some sense or fashion, not really. I mean, look at most of them are making really good money. I mean, I guess. But either way, uh, you know, when you get Walmart meat status, it gets different point in your life. But I mean, the self-confidence these guys have and the belief that they have, even as senile as it seems, is amazing. And it goes into my next portion because I listen to Eric Thomas a lot. I listen to his new album, The Prescription, and I set some goals for himself. And I set a couple goals for myself coming out of this, you know, the quarantine or, you know, self-distancing thing. You know, life is going to be different. 
So I'm trying to look ahead and do research to see how life is going to be different and try to give my kid and my family and my friends the upper hand advantage if I can um, and, and try to be dynamic thinking. Set goals for yourself. Um, guys, and look, you're, you're going to fail. Part of getting better and being a champion and being a good leader is learning to live with your failures and learning to learn from your failures because a lot of people they talk that big game and there's times i've talked that shit and i haven't learned myself i'm like what the fuck you know i'm sometimes we're our biggest hypocrites um a lot of people out there casting judgment on other people and i'm like look we really got to look in the mirror look at ourselves see what it is that we want out of life and go for that we let a lot of the white noise get in the way of our goals and what we really want for our happiness but i'm telling you right now guys in the past year that i've been chasing nothing but my happiness my life has improved drastically, my quality of life. And there's no guarantee on how long any of us are going to be here. So, you know, it's a tragedy to think that if you're like, oh, tomorrow, you know, I'll, I'll wait till tomorrow. Oh, you know, I can't wait to, to hit the lottery. Let somebody else take care of me. Look, guys, that shit ain't going to come. You got to get out there and get your own. Set some goals. Not everybody's going to be a tiger. Not everybody's going to be a lion, a predator. But... You could be the better version, the best version of yourself is what I'm getting at. I know some of the times when we want to help ourselves or help people, we lose focus on that and we get caught slipping trying to help other people because dude, everybody's got limited resources. You got to go through these things in life and get these experiences under our belts. So that way we can help somebody. But if you're struggling and you're drowning, you can't help anybody else. You got to help yourself first. Kind of like an airport philosophy of, you know, put your mask on so you can help somebody else. Because if you pass out and black out, you can't help someone else. So sometimes we lose focus of that. We got to remember, we got to take care of ourselves so we can take care of others. That doesn't mean being selfish and fucking self-centered and, and egotistical and stuff. But if you're the type of person, you have a family to take care of, you're running ragged, take, the, dude, take that extra hour, get some extra sleep. You have an extra rest. It's not just you being selfish. It's you taking care of your family because if you have the energy to take care of them you'll be able to take that extra time for yourselves and take care of yourselves and set those goals um you know one of the goals that i set for myself i'll, I'll share something with you guys personally is i wanted to read 12 books you know uh guaranteed by the end of the year and i've been falling short of my goal lately i could beat myself up for all oh, i didn't read my 25 pages today or i didn't need this and get and most of the time what happens is i get so caught up and not accomplishing that goal that I end up not, it carries on day after day after day, even though all I have to do is be like, you know what, it's okay. I didn't read my 25 pages today or yesterday. It's nothing stopping me from reading 10 pages today. You know, don't be afraid or be discouraged when you don't get there all the way, because imagine if you didn't set those goal for, goals for yourself, where you would be, you know? Oh, you know, I set a goal for myself to walk a mile, and today I only walked three quarters of a mile. Well, guess what? Tomorrow, walk a little bit further. Or tomorrow may be the day that you walk that mile. Keep going for your goal. Keep being persistent, and you're going to accomplish it. But don't let your failures overshadow how far you've come and the progress you made. Because I know me, for instance, if I don't set goals and objectives for myself every day, there's times where, you know, I'll make a list of five things. And I'll be like, man, I only got three or four of those things done because shit happens. Life happens. You know, I'm not saying like, oh, leave for tomorrow, whatever. But sometimes, look, it's like you get caught up with other things throughout your day. And you may forget something. But you know what? It's like I look back and I'm like, at least if I hadn't had my list, I wouldn't have probably accomplished two of those things. So never settle, but don't 
under don't undervalue the accomplishments that you made so far. That's what I'm trying to get at. All that chit chatting for that. You know what I mean? Uh, like I, I, I suggested a book to you guys, and still, it's it's a crazy how that one book, after all the reading that I've done lately, that one book still carries more weight than anything else. Is if you want to change the world, make your bed by Avril McRaven. Because every morning in our house, we make sure to make our bed, and that's what we're doing. Our our kid right now is teaching her that. Because at least at the end of the day, I'm telling you right now, that's one of the things for me visually. Even if I didn't accomplish all my goals for today, I come back to a well-made bed, and you just like fucking pull the covers back. And everything feels better because I know, you know what, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to make my bed tomorrow. I'm going to keep going for my goals. You never know where it will lead. Okay. So look, I ran my, my mouth a little bit on goals. I, I, I'm a big believer in that. I've been hounding all my friends on it. Set goals for yourself. Come out on the other side of this better. Um, I'm always going to preach quality of life stuff. And it was funny because me and one of my buddies, Tip, he's been on the podcast before. A guy worked for me, friends. He helped me recently. Okay. I want to tell you how. So, uh, I, I spent a lot of my time as a manager and as a, as behind the desk and suit in the industry. I had about two solid years of wrenching. So I'm not, I'm not ignorant to wrenching. I wrenched hard those two and a half years that I did it two years, some, whatever I did it. And I still wrench regularly on the side, a lot of regular scheduled maintenances. So now it had been forever since I'd done rockers. Okay, and back in my day, my boys here, my, my crew here, the sh- uh, the shop in Vegas for Eagle Rider, dude, they did rockers all the fucking time. When I first started, I did like maybe like two, three, three, four rocker sets, maybe. So it had been a while, and I lost confidence in my knowledge because I'm like, man, it's been so long. So I asked my friend to come help me. He helped me out, did the daggone thing, and even uh, even though. There was a couple mistakes here and there. I was like, I was happy. He was like, are you happy, bro? Cause I was like, so what happened was this. We finished the job, it was like 1230 at night. I wasn't gonna start the bike and wake up my neighbors. It wasn't gonna be a dick. So the next morning I ran it through a heat cycle, started leaking pretty bad. So I was like, something's wrong. Took it back apart, cleaned everything. Everything looked good and wanted to double check, make sure a gasket didn't blow out. We saw a gasket was backwards, whatever. I was actually relieved. It was funny because it's all about perspective. And he's like, why are you relieved? And I was like, because now we don't have to go chasing down 50 other possibilities. We know that that was just flipped upside down. So it's not a big deal. Trust me, we've been in a garage, you know, we spent a lot of hours in there. So it was already a full day for both of us. So it was more the lackadaisical, tired, oh, I was going through the motions, what happened. So I didn't grime on it whatsoever. Done a hundred of these jobs before and, you know, it never really went bad. Nothing went wrong. So it was like, okay, like, you know, it's one of those things. You got to change your mindset because it's easy to get discouraged. And for a while I got discouraged. I was like, okay. And then I did a couple things on my own, did some research. Okay, cool. He came back over, helped me fig- uh, figure it out. He finished it up. And then I buttoned everything else up and everything was all good. And everybody was a winner. So, you know, back in the day, I used to be the type of person when something like that happened. For two things, I would get I, even despite my lack of confidence, I would have a boundary issue and I would get myself into a predicament that I should have been in. I'd be like, yeah, 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 and then I lack my confidence and I sit on the job for a couple of days because I wasn't sure of myself. Instead, I'd be like, fuck it, I call my buddy in, help me out. I'll remember how to do it. I already done them before, but it's been a while, so I wasn't confident in myself enough. Now I'm confident in myself. He also learned something. Don't get caught slipping because he work. He doesn't work on Harleys all the time. 
anymore like he used to. So, look, don't get caught slipping. Stay fresh. And it's all about perspective and stay positive. And it was like where something could have gone bad. It was like I told him, I was like, look, dude, I helped another guy out, get his bike fixed. I was able to finish the job up. I got knowledge out of it. We got to kick it as homies. And you got a you know free dinner out of it a couple nights. <laughs> like, I, I think that's a pretty good success story if you ask me. And everything was all well. The bike runs great. Everything's great. It's like, yeah, I didn't think of it like that. Because as a tech, I know sometimes you get wrapped in your heads when you fuck up and make a mistake. It's like, oh, shit. You sit on it for a couple days. But look, it's all good, guys. I told you that story because it kind of all correlates with the COVID-19, all this stuff we're going through. It's all about perspective. Use this opportunity to come out on the other side better somehow. Even if it's just one thing. Even if it's just the Jenga King or whatever it is. All right. So it's been some time. Take advantage of spending some time with your family. I know that's what I'm doing. Um, I got a couple projects now. I got to finish up the Harley, which I got a long laundry list of things to do. And trust me, I've been putting myself down about not finishing my Harley because I'd rather street trouble mainly and take care of that more than anything else. But look, I got the turn signals on uh, the other day. I'm cleaning some wiring up and stuff. And next week, I hope to get to the nitty gritty. So one big thing in uh, I Am Power Sports news, I would have to say is we had our first sale. So our first official sale, it gets a little scary doing business sometimes. But at the same time, it is a... it is fun. You got to stay persistent and believe in yourself. Those are the biggest things, guys. Just stay persistent, stay positive, and believe in yourself. Uh, I hope you everybody got TP out there. I hope everybody's being safe. We're some kind of face covering or something. Uh, you know, get out and ride. I know there's some people out there riding, but one of the things is I will tell you guys, I have consciously myself made a decision not to ride that much during this because I want the first responders to have for one, I'm like this. I run a bigger risk of going to the hospital and getting infected if I get hurt and I got to go to the ER because there's more chances of somebody being infected there, at least my frame of mind. And like I said, guys, this is my frame of mind. Two, I don't want to be uh, a stress on the medical system for an unnecessary reason. So, you know, for first responders and stuff, I want them to have all their availability to go help people that are sick. Not my dumb ass are out there because I was I decided to get out there and do something stupid because there's open streets and I hurt myself. And now I'm going to the hospital where there's a bunch of people probably sick there, possibly not saying. And then two, I'm now tying up resources that could have been used to help someone. So I'm being conscious about that. You guys, look, it's America and our country is free for a reason. You do whatever the fuck you want to do. All I ask is this is just be conscientious of others. If you want to say fuck it, that's cool. But don't make other people have to say fuck it for you too. let them make that decision for themselves. Don't make it for them. That's the reason why this is a free country. That's the reason why we're motorcyclists and all that good jazz. Look, for my guys out there holding it down, still holding the service department strong. Good on you guys. Stay strong. Uh, If you're an average Joe out there. You know, this might be an opportunity, like I said, where you're working with your local dealerships, work with these guys, communicate with them. A lot of dealerships are offering free pickup by appointment only services. You know, if they're a good dealership, this is the time to support your local businesses, guys. This is the time when we need to support them the most, as much as you possibly can, of course. Okay. A lot of people out there not working. Um, but some of y'all were going to blow your tax money on stupid shit, anyways. 
I know, you know, times have changed for certain people. So you may not, that may not be a priority now, but if you had some money that you have budgeted out, that you're going to spend anyways, and you can't afford to, yo, if you got a good service department near you, good dealership, go spend that money with them. Even if it's just, I'm going to get, you know, get a pair of gloves or stuff like that. Now, like I said, leave for necessary things. So a lot of uh, dealerships I've been seeing are offering, if you get a certain amount, they'll do free shipping to your house. So you don't even have to leave your house to do the shopping or leave your house period to set up services or any of that stuff. So give you guys some peace of mind. You can still self distance and follow that shit and still help out your local places that are deserving of it. And guys, this is, this is a time where your bread and butter for you pros out there where you're going to see if you're not getting any phone calls or no love at all, well, maybe this is an eye opener for you to get better on the other side of this or change things or cold call people and be like, hey, what's going on? Is there anything we can do? And try to seek out that, that data and see where you guys are falling short. And time to improve. You can sit back and bitch or you can sit back and be fucking proactive and productive. Choice is fucking yours. That's the beautiful part about America. We all have choice to either fuck off or do greatness. So... That being said, if you're a parent out there, uh, I highly suggest, it's funny because I've been looking at the CEO of Walmart and shit, he's like, oh, you don't know board games and stuff like that. Get out there, do your board games, guys. Play some board games, just chalk, do simple stuff. Have fun with your kids. Don't underestimate the power of making bubbles or just being goofy. Be goofy and have fun. So, look, speaking of that, I'm going to cut it short, get out there and spend some more time with my family in the yard, enjoy this beautiful new fake grass I have put down. So we can all enjoy it. You guys be safe out there. Hit me up on my social medias, Moto Dad Tito uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Moto Dad Tito 702 on Twitter, and hit up I Am Power Sports. Much love and respect to everybody. Be safe. I see you when I see you. Peace.